Welcome to Friendly Words, the sermon podcast of Pratt Friends Church in Pratt, Kansas. The message you're about to hear was originally preached at Pratt Friends Church on Sunday, September 4th, 2022. It focuses on the strength God gives to serve, the song he gives to praise, and the salvation he provides for those who put their faith in Jesus. The message to all who will listen is God gives us all we need to serve him faithfully and worship him and find salvation. Now, here is Dr. Glenn Leppert. Well, good morning. I'm glad to be here among you. I'd like to draw your attention this morning to a passage in Exodus, Exodus chapter 15, verses 1 and 2. It's a testimony given as a song of celebration, and it reads this way. Then Moses and the sons of Israel sang this song to the Lord and said, I will sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. The horse and his rider he has hurled into the sea. The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. This is my God and I will praise him, my Father's God, and I will extol him. Now, the background of that song is that Moses and the nation of Israel had just seen a great victory. In fact, it was far more than just a victory. It really was a miracle. They had left Egypt laden down with riches and an uncertain but promising future ahead of them. But rather than following the established road, the King's Highway, the Via Maria that would have taken them directly into Palestine, God had taken them south. He had them go down into the wilderness of Zin, a foreboding, bleak, hot, dry desert. And there they found themselves in a corner with no way to get out on their own. We find the account in this incident in Exodus chapter 14. The whole is summarized for us very well in verse 9 of chapter 14. Then the Egyptians chased after them with all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen and his army, and they overtook them camping by the sea besides Pi-Herioth in front of Baal-Saphon. Now, before they got themselves into that particular position, they had left Sukkos, a very lush place with shady vegetation for a refreshing rest. And then they had gone on to Ethan at the very edge of the desert. Things were moving smooth. God was leading them. All seemed well. But then God asked Moses to turn south. To have the people camp down in a very cramped and narrow space that placed them in a cul-de-sac with no way out, except the one from which they had come in, And the Egyptian army was closing in behind them. And the people began to panic. They found themselves trapped beside Pi-Herioth, a muddy quagmire that was impassable, in front of Baal-Zephon, a fortress on the top of a steep sheer cliff. And they looked back, and there were the Egyptians. They looked ahead of them, and there was the sea. And on either side, impossible, impassable barriers. But God opened a way for them. That sea parted, 
There was a dry path between the two piles of water on either side. They crossed over without incident. And more than that, the Egyptian army had also stepped into the path they took, but the waters crashed down, closing the gap. Before their eyes, that tremendous Egyptian army, with all its chariots and all its men and all its strength and all its power, was completely wiped out. And so it was no wonder that the people stopped to praise God and that Moses leads them in a celebration. That celebratory song with which they sang was Moses' testimony. The testimony stressed three things that Moses knew right well. First of all, he said, the Lord is my strength and my song and he has become my salvation. Now, the Lord is my song, said Moses. It's a victory song, a celebration song, celebrating not only the salvation made possible by the crossing of the Red Sea, but the greatness of the God who had made that possible. And throughout scriptures, there are a number of songs that were written by Moses. The first 43 verses of Deuteronomy, for example, Deuteronomy chapters 32 verses 3 and 4 just as an example for I proclaim the name of the Lord ascribe greatness to our God the rock his work is perfect for his ways are just he is a God of faithfulness or turn to Psalm 90 which is ascribed to Moses Lord thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations before the mountains were born or thou didst give birth to the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. And if you go to the very last book of the New Testament, Revelation chapter 15, verse 3, you'll find that John is telling us that he heard in heaven those who were surrounding the throne singing the song of Moses. So we have a number of songs that Moses sang. Moses was certainly experienced in the last of those three things that he mentioned, salvation from the Lord in many ways as well. He was saved out of the Nile as a baby. He was saved in the wilderness where he fled out from the courts of Egypt. He was saved from Pharaoh's army at the Red Sea. He was saved from the kings who opposed Israel's interest into Palestine. But what I associate with Moses more than anything else is the strength he had from God. So when Moses says, the Lord my God is my strength and my song and become my salvation, what I think he focuses on mostly is the strength. Moses relied on the strength that he had from God, the strength to keep going, although separated and alone for 46 years in the wilderness. It took strength to return from Midian to Egypt to face the court of Pharaoh. His experience of having to approach Pharaoh over and over as God unfolded those 10 plagues took strength. Each plague meant that he had to start all over again having to do and redo and redo is tiring, as many of you probably very well know. And even once the people were out of Egypt, Moses had to deal with Amalek and all the roadblocks that he set up. And in the wandering with the people, 
They were impatient. They were stubborn. They excelled at complaining, grumbling about the water at Mata, complaining about the manna, grousing about the quails, fussing when they had no water, whining when they wanted to go back. What strength it must have taken for Moses to cope with all of that. And even God was ready to give up on them, but Moses pleads for their behalf. It took strength for him to do that. And when Moses is most in need, he cries to the Lord, and the Lord's strength, he prevails. We read in Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 7, that Moses was 120 years old when he died, yet his eyes were not weak, and his strength was not gone. He received the strength from the Lord. But what was the secret of Moses' strength? Just two verses earlier, Scripture refers to Moses as the servant of the Lord. Moses lived his life as a servant to God, giving everything he had to God's purpose. Everything for Moses was focused and set in the Lord God. I believe he joyed in the Lord and thus exhibits the truth of Nehemiah 8.10. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, we read, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. Those who serve the Lord will not lack in strength. Rather, God will constantly renew them. And we find also in Scripture that Moses was a humble man. Numbers 12, 3 reads, Now the man Moses was very humble, more so than anyone else in the face of the earth. There's strength in humility. And because he was humble, he was able to listen to counsel. He understood his own limitations. He did not hold on to all the tasks, but delegated some. And more importantly, he never decided on a matter on his own. He always asked God for help, and he waited for God's answer. Waited for God's answer. That's another source of strength. Moses waited on the Lord. All through Exodus and Numbers, we find a repeated phrase, Moses said, Moses spoke, Moses reported to the Lord. We also find along with each of those phrases, this expression, and God spoke to Moses. Exodus 33, verse 9 and 11 tells us how Moses would meet with God in the tent of meeting. When Moses entered the tent, the pillar of cloud would descend and stand at the entrance of the tent, and the Lord would speak with Moses. Thus the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face as a friend speaks to friend. Strength comes when we meet with the Lord. Now, was Moses always true to that strength that he was given? strength that he could draw on from the Lord himself? Unfortunately, the answer is no. He relied on his own strength when he killed the Egyptian. And later, he struck the rock in anger 
in Numbers chapter 20. That rock, of course, represented Christ. And Christ was not to be struck but once. And yet God remained his salvation. And Moses was always able to say, the Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. How about you? Do all three of those fit your testimony? Well, there's another who had the same testimony that we read about in the scriptures. There's another who sang the same song that was sung as Moses, who also knew the Lord as his strength and his salvation. That was David. The testimony of David is found in Psalm 118. In Psalm 118, David calls on Israel to give thanks to the Lord. And he explains why. He had called on God for help, and the Lord saved him. Listen to his testimony in Psalm 118, verses 13 to 14. You pushed me violently so that I was falling, but the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. David needed the same strength as Moses. Saul was seeking his life. He and his men were hiding in caves. He was wanted and hunted by the Philistines. And later, even as king of Israel, he was opposed by his very own sons. David also experienced the same salvation as Moses. Many of his psalms record how God delivered him in many ways from his enemies. But what I associate with David most are his songs. Second Samuel 22 says, and David sang this song. And that one that is recorded there in Second Samuel is just one of many. Many psalms are marked a song of David. He was known as the sweet singer to the Lord. He sang as a boy tending his father's sheep. He sang praises to God when he had victory over Goliath. He sang of the Lord's help as he and Jonathan protected the nation. He sang of all that God had done for him before and as he became the king. More than once we find his testimony in songs such as Psalm 18, a psalm of David, the servant of the Lord, who spoke to the Lord the words of this song in the day that the Lord delivered him from the hand of Saul. And he said, I love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, and I am saved from all my enemies. But again, was David always true to the song that he could sing? Well, if you know the story of David, the answer, unfortunately, is no. He lost his song. He sinned, and he found himself separated from the Lord, but his song was restored. 
Sin separated David and the Lord for a period, but still David was able to say, as he does in Psalm 41 to 3, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me, and he heard my cry, and he brought me up out of the pit of destruction, out of the miry clay, and he set my feet upon a rock, making my footsteps firm. And he put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and will trust the Lord. Are people hearing the song that you're singing today and trusting the Lord? For the Lord God is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. Well, if Moses is a good example of one whose strength came from the Lord, and David illustrates one whose song came and was to God, what about salvation? Well, take a look at Isaiah chapter 12, verses 2 to 6. Isaiah 12, 2 to 6 reads this way. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid, for the Lord God is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. Therefore you will joyously draw water from the springs of salvation, and in that day you will say, Give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known his deeds among the peoples. Make them remember that his name is exalted. Praise the Lord in song, for he has done excellent things. Let this be known throughout the earth. Cry aloud and shout for joy, O inhabitants of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. And you notice the testimony of Isaiah in there. For the Lord God is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. Behold, God is my salvation, said Isaiah. I will trust and not be afraid, because he is my strength and song and salvation. That strength and song and salvation that Isaiah shares with us, as he says, therefore you will joyously draw water from the springs of salvation. There are songs, many found in Isaiah's prophecy. And Isaiah certainly had the kind of strength that Moses and David did as he dealt with kings and the stubborn people of Judah. But what I associate with Isaiah most is salvation. The very name of Isaiah means God is salvation. You can read this verse this way. For the Lord God is my strength and song, and he has become my Isaiah. Isaiah's prophecy speaks continually of salvation. He speaks of salvation freely shared. He, Isaiah, shared God's salvation with the world. The theme of the book of Isaiah happens to be judgment and salvation. Those two themes alternate. Every time Isaiah speaks of judgment, he follows that prophecy with a promise of salvation. The promise of salvation included in Isaiah's text is the prophecy of the birth of Christ. 
Now, was Isaiah always true to his name? God is salvation? Yes. We have no indication of Isaiah doing anything in his own strength. We have no record of him ever losing his song. His message was always that we could always draw from the springs of salvation. But how about my testimony? Well, like Moses, I can say, this is my God and I will praise him. The Lord helped me. I will trust and not be afraid for the Lord has become my strength and song and he has become my salvation. And like David, I can claim the Lord is for me and I will not fear for the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and song and he has become my salvation. And like Isaiah, I have the promise that I can joyously draw from the springs of salvation, for indeed the Lord God is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. But in fact, standing on this side of the cross, I have strength that Moses did not have. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I have a song that David could not sing because I have a personal savior. I have a salvation so much more sure and complete than that of which Isaiah prophesied. Paul tells me in Ephesians 1 verses 19 to 20 of that surpassing greatness of his power toward us who believe. These are in accordance with the working of the strength of his might which he brought about in Christ. And it's possible for me to know that strength as Paul urges me in Ephesians 6.10, finally be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. And why? Well, it's because I've been united with him in his death and also in his resurrection. And because as Peter tells me in 1 Peter 4.11, there is the strength which God supplies, so that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belongs the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. But in addition to that strength that God is providing for me, I can sing praise. Filled with the Spirit, I am able to encourage others in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with my heart to the Lord. And someday, I will sing that new song around the throne in heaven, a new song of praise, a song of exultation, a song of thanks, because God has provided salvation for me in Christ Jesus. Christ has given us salvation. Luke reminds me that he came for that very purpose to give his people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. That salvation does not involve sacrifices like Moses and David and Isaiah had to make, but Romans 10.10 10 tells me, for with the heart man believes, resulting in righteousness, and with the mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. Romans 1.16 also says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it's the power of God for salvation for everyone who believes, 
to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, but the righteous man shall live by faith. But what about your testimony? Is God your strength? Or are you attempting to function on your own? Are you singing the new song that Christ has made just for you? Have you accepted the salvation that is yours? How about if you join your testimony with that of Moses, David, and Isaiah, and me, declaring, say it together, the Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. We hope you have been encouraged and challenged by today's sermon. If you want to hear each week's message, be sure to subscribe to Friendly Words in your podcast app. May God bless you as you follow Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit.